Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Victory Podcast, where God is the greatest power and we shall never be defeated. First and foremost, I want to say Happy New Year. This is the first podcast episode of season two in 2022, and I'm excited for this series that we are about to start, which is the I Am Statements of Jesus. Now, the first one is... When Jesus proclaimed that he is the bread of life. So what does that really mean? How does that apply to us? What can we learn or glean from this? Well, we are about to get into all of that in this episode. So buckle up your seatbelts and get ready for the ride. John 6, 35. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. The first thing we have to understand is Jesus wants a people that will come to him. He's not in the business of chasing after people. He's also not going to hold you down and force you to accept him. He wants you to come to him of your own free will. In this, we find what God wants us to do with our free will. He wants us to choose Christ. We're able to do and choose whatever, whoever we want, But God wants us to choose Christ. Jesus wants us to follow him of our own free will. You will never read in the Bible anywhere where God or Jesus made anybody follow them. It was always a choice. This is evidenced through scripture in many places, but most notably in Matthew 16 and 24, when Jesus said to his disciples, if any man Come after me. Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. You have to make the choice to follow him. And when you make that choice, then Jesus promises that you will never hunger. What is hunger? Hunger is the discomfort, weakness, or pain caused by a prolonged lack of food. Jesus promises that if you follow him, you will not experience discomfort or mental or physical distress. The word never in the passage is more appropriately translated to will not have need to. So when Jesus is When Jesus promises that you will never have discomfort, what he's saying is that you won't have need to be in discomfort. You won't have need to be and experience anxiety, whether it be physical or mental. See, the first thing Jesus does when you come to him is renew your mind. He changes your thought life and your thought patterns. When you come to him and learn of him, You realize that he got you. 
And you don't need to be anxious about anything. You won't need to be weak because he got you. You won't have need to buckle to the pain because he got you. This is never more evident than in 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10, where Paul proclaims, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and in reproaches in necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. He realized that his strength was perfected in weakness because he relied on God. He trusted in God and because he trusted and relied on God, he had no need to hunger. He knew he was being sustained by God. Have you ever experienced a time where you didn't think you would be able to do something, where you didn't know how you were going to make it, and when you made it or you did it, you know that it wasn't because of your own strength that brought you through, but it was the Lord's? I remember for quite a few years, personally, when I was in the the job searching market, I would put in applications for jobs and I would stress and be in anguish over the process and whether they were looking at me as a true candidate, whether I was qualified, this, that, and the other. I would check my email daily, sometimes literally up to 10 times a day looking for that email. I would sit by my phone ready just in case I got the call. I was in mental distress and guess what? I didn't get any of those jobs and it caused me even more distress. Then one day I put in for a job and I determined in my mind that I'm putting this one in God's hands. In fact, after I clicked the submit button, I I looked up and I, I said to God, Lord, it's in your hands. And I completely let go of it. I didn't think about it. I didn't check my email. I wasn't waiting by the phone. And then one day I got a call for an interview. I went and did the interview. And after the interview, I said, God, it's in your hands. I let it go. And then I got another call for a second interview. I did that interview. And when I left, I said, God, it's in your hands. Then I got another call asking me to come and work as a patient rights investigator for Western State Hospital. I'm a witness that you won't need to be in anguish when you follow and trust the Lord. This is what the Lord promises us when we follow him. We won't need to hunger because he will sustain us through the hard times. He will sustain us through the bad times. He will sustain us through the rough times, the difficult times. Christ wants to be our sustenance, but he wants us to make the choice to follow him. second thing we have to understand is that Jesus promised that if you believe in him, then you will never thirst. 
First and foremost, you have to believe in him. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Faith is the foundation of everything that we believe. Faith is a firm, unshakable belief that Jesus is who he said he is, did what he said he did, that he is the son of God, that he was born of a virgin, that he lived a sinless life. He died for your sins and mine. He was buried and he rose again with all power in his hands. We have to believe in him. We have to have faith in order to follow him and please him. Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 says that if thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Our belief is paramount because our righteousness or being in right standing with God is directly tied to our belief. We must believe in him. And if we believe in him, Jesus promised that we will never thirst. So what is thirst? Thirst is a sensation of dryness in the mouth and throat related to a need or desire to drink. So when you believe in Jesus, he promises that you will never thirst or you won't experience dryness. All you need to think about is a plant. A plant void of moisture or water will die. When we believe in Jesus, he promises that he will be the sustainer of our lives. In John chapter 7, verse 38, Jesus proclaims, He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. He said that if you believe in him as the scriptures have said, oh, there's that faith, then you will be sustained from the inner parts. He isn't talking about a physical hunger or thirst, but a spiritual one. This is what Jesus means when he says that he is the bread of life. When you follow him and believe in him, then you will be spiritually sustained. You won't need to fear because Jesus is that perfect love that casts out all fear. You won't have to feel distressed because his strength is made perfect in your weakness. He wants to be your sustainer, but you have to make the conscious choice, the decision to follow him and believe in him with your everything.
This short story is called When Adversity Knocks. Aisha was getting frustrated and tired of life. So she asked her father what to do. Her father told her to bring an egg, two tea leaves, and a potato. He then brought out three vessels, filled them with water, and placed them on the stove. Once the water was boiling, he told Aisha to place the items into each pot and keep an eye on them. After 10 minutes, he asked Aisha to peel the egg, peel the potato, and strain the leaves. Aisha was confused. Her father explained, each item was placed into the same circumstance, boiling water. See how each responded differently? He continued, the egg was soft, but is now hard. The potato was hard, but is now soft. And the tea leaves, they changed the water itself. The father then asked, when adversity calls, we respond in the same manner as they have. Now, are you an egg, a potato, or tea leaves? The moral of the story, we can choose how to respond in difficult situations. I want to thank you for tuning in to the first episode of season two in 2022. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you gleaned something from it. I hope you got something that you can apply to your life. I hope you find comfort in knowing that Jesus is a sustainer of your life, not just physically, but spiritually, emotionally, mentally. He is the bread of life. And if you follow him and believe in him, you will never hunger or thirst. So um, I, I hope you are in anticipation of the next episode where I'll be talking about the next I am statement of Jesus. What is that one? Well, I guess you'll just have to wait and find out. So until next time, God bless you and have a great day.